In today's show, I'm looking ahead to Wednesday's games. There are 11 of them. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Actually, go check out the Instagram. There's some sneaker unboxing videos up over there. I'm going to be dropping more of those as we move forward. Um, today's show is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need or you don't want and can even negotiate better deals on the ones that you want to keep. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's look. Wednesday's games, what I'm watching for, players that we can stream in as well. And we'll start with the Rockets and the Cavs, two teams that we thought would be absolute trash. One of them's probably not far off that, They've been better of late. And the other team is awesome. The Cavs, they're unbelievable. So what are we watching for in this game? Well, with the Rockets having Eric Gordon out due to groin soreness, and now the crucifix Christian Wood dealing with knee tendonitis, to me, it's all about the delicate dancer Alperen Sengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. Now, I don't know if Steven Silas has the balls to go and start Sengun if um, Wood is out or that he put Tyses there. I do not care. We have to go and add Shangun everywhere. Tendonitis is a thing that is going to cause um, issues. Now, Wood may not miss this game. He might not be limited at all. But I don't care. We have to add Shangun because if this is a problem that's ongoing, if it's a fake knee tendonitis to limit Wood, I don't care. Add Shangun because there is the possibility of a 30-minute run, even if it's a week or two weeks. We have to add him, and I want to see what happens. It could blow up in our faces, but again... I do not care. You do, you take the risk. Even if Wood plays and plays 34 minutes and Shengun plays 14, it does not matter. You take the risk. Let's see how it goes. And then it said Eric Gordon is out. So what does that mean for Josh Christopher, the designer Armani Brooks? What does it mean for Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews? Daniel House is also out. Really interested to see what Josh Christopher does in Gordon's absence. Well, for the Cavs. Isaac Okoro has been playing really well. Is there any chance he keeps up this level of shooting, especially his finishing and his two-point shooting, which has been through the roof? I have my doubts, but I want to see what it looks like. Also, the Discman, C.D. Osman. Osman played six minutes last game. He'd been playing like 25 or 26, so that was out of the blue completely. And it's because Bickerstaff wanted Lamar Stevens in there. Lamar. Why do you want him in there? I don't know, but he did. He wanted him in for some defensive intensity. So let's watch Osman's minutes. Do they push back into the mid-20s or do they sink back into the teens? That's going to be really, really intriguing. The Hawks and the Bucks. Cameron Reddish. Decent game from Reddish last time out. The opportunities there for him without Bogdanovich and without Hunter. I wouldn't have him anywhere close to being a must-roster 12-team league guy. But there is the ability for him to have some... Um, to have some big games, for sure. So watching him and how that looks. And then Clint Capella, who's been very up and down. One of the most up and down players all season, in fact. 
Can he get it rolling? Can the blocks get up there? Can the efficiency stay high? I'm not sure, but I want to watch it. While for the Orlando Magic, recently, Terrence Ross has seen his minutes spike. And with that, the usage has spiked. The scoring has spiked. The shooting numbers have gone up. He's been useful enough as a 12-team streamer, so let's watch what his role is. And then Mo Bamba is going to play, but he's also his recent numbers haven't been great. Not anywhere near where they were to begin the season. Now, I've had people ask me whether they should drop Mo Bamba, and immediately I say, no, what are you talking about? But that idea is out there. So watching Bamba, watching his minutes, watching his production, and whether that means there's maybe a buy-low swoop potential there for Bamba in fantasy leagues. The Heat and the Sixers. No Jim Butler, maybe no Tyler Hero, no Caleb Martin. So I'm watching Gabe Vincent, who probably starts and probably gets an opportunity for 30-plus minutes. The Winter Soldier, Max Struess, also has that chance. And the other bloke who's really been firing up lately is PJ Tucker, top 100 over the last two weeks. I don't buy it for a single second, but he did score 20 points last game. And that is huge. Now that's like four games worth of value normally for PJ. With all these guys out, maybe he is going to need to cate some extra shots, and that could make him at least streamable. While for the Sixers, Seth Curry and Joel Embiid both missed last game. They are both officially listed as questionable for Wednesday. I want to watch what Tyrese Maxey does, because like clockwork, Curry and Embiid were out, Maxey's usage and efficiency went up. If they play, does it drop again? Probably. So we're watching that one. And then also the painter, Matisse Thibel, who has been starting over Dan Green. Does that mean he continues to play more minutes than Green? Green has played only 17 minutes in each of the last two games. So does that mean that Thibel continues to play those extra minutes? Let's watch. And can he do anything to make me think, yeah, he's a must-roster player? Because at the moment, he isn't. For the Lakers, um, we know Talon Horton-Tucker is out due to COVID. Anthony Davis is questionable. Does that mean that Carmelo Anthony comes back as to being more than a streamer? Possibly. Possibly he does. I wouldn't do not anything more than a streamer, but there's maybe something there. And then Austin Reeves, who's been playing well, playing more minutes lately than, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Duke Ellington, more than Malik Monk. 25 and 28 minutes the last two games for Reevesy. In deeper leagues, you want to pay attention to that and how that does impact things. Well, for the Mavs, Luka Doncic will be out again, so that gives another opportunity for Tim Hardaway to boost his usage. This is the perfect time to have Hardaway and see if you can get any value off him in a trade by trying to get rid of him, but now his value is up. And then Trey Burke becomes an interesting streamer. He went bananas last game. I don't fully trust Trey Burke at all because I don't think he's playing 30 minutes a night, but in deeper formats, yeah, you go and add him and stream him and see exactly... Um, maybe he can provide something that's marginally interesting for you, but this should be marginally interesting for you. It is Stance, Stance. These socks, they're unbelievable. You've seen Stance apparel before. You've surely heard of Stance. Stance provides great-looking socks at amazing comfort levels. Now, I'm not here to provide you all of the inspirational quotes that the Stance copy tells me to do. I'll do that later. I want to tell you personally like how much I love them. The cushioning on these socks, again, as I've said plenty of times, I hate socks. Hate them. Hate wearing them. But the exception I make is for stance because they are unbelievably comfortable. They are cool. They are fun, good patterns, good collaborations. And it's just really, really functional in terms of athletic wear. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Well, unfortunately, Stance, how I, who I am and how you feel would lead to some pretty depressive looking socks, but that's fine. Stance believes you are the perfect fit. Or oh, no, they don't. They believe that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good do good. Go and see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com. 
and get 15% off your first purchase. The promo code is locked on. Use that at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. The next game we're going to take a look at is the Pelicans and the Thunder. Herbalife Jones. People have dropped him a lot after last game. Now, I don't believe that he's a must-roster player, but for his steals value, they're still there. He's just not going to be this explosive scorer every game. And then Josh the Hitman Hart, who, of course, with Zion Williamson. And there is rumors there's going to be some big Pelicans news break today. I hope it's not um, I hope it's not that he's out for the season, but let's watch that one. Um, Josh Hart putting up great numbers and continues to be a solid 12-team league guy. While for the Thunder, Lou Dort is dealing with an ankle problem. We don't know if he plays. I'd be watching the Oklahoma City mudflap Kenrich Williams, a guy that can contribute in assists and steals and blocks and occasionally score. He could be in line for a larger role, even someone like a Trey Mann or Ty Jerome. And then Darius Baisley has been getting it done with some defensive stats and for rebounds. And for points leagues, he does have value. I'd be pretty hesitant about adding him in a category league, but maybe there's some more opportunity coming his way. The Pacers and the Bucks. O'Shea Brissett has played 20-plus 20, 20 minutes in the last four games, and now they've sent Goga Badadze down to the G League. So they're going to be running Turner, Sabonis, and, and Brissett as their front court. That gives him some, like, 16-team league value. On the flip side, Chris Duarte's had lots of opportunities, done jack shit with him. We don't know whether Justin Holiday returns. It's possible. Does Holiday move straight back into starting? Does Duarte play 25 minutes? Duarte is only a hold for stash purposes at this point, not a must-roster guy, but let's see if he can change my mind at all. For the Hornets, Kelly Oubre has been playing huge minutes with huge usage and good efficiency. All that stuff probably crashes at some stage. But let's see whether he can continue it here. He came off the bench to begin last game, but started the second half. Will he move back into the starting lineup? Well, we don't know whether Lamelo Ball or Jalen McDaniels and Mason Plumley could they return? I hope they can, especially Lamelo, because he's super bloody fun to watch. So let's see whether he is back in action. Well, for the Spurs, I want to watch Keldon Johnson. He just frustrates me as a player. Um, again, I think it frustrates me because he gets overhyped significantly. Josh, gold medal, Calden Johnson. Yeah, I know that, but he's just frustrating to watch and frustrating to have on a fantasy team. Changed my mind, Calden. And then, of course, always, I'm watching Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. Not because I want to see whether he's good or not, because I do think he is a good player, as you're well aware, but can he maintain this level of consistency or this level of form? Probably not, but let's watch his shooting. But almost as important as his shooting is can that usage be there as the number one option, which he has been the last couple of games over Murray and over Johnson. That'll be what's, that's something for us to watch. The Timberwolves and the Nuggets. D'Angelo Russell, I think every night we're just going to get poor shooting, but he's been playing good defense. He's been getting good volume, and he's been putting up good fantasy numbers. And with him back, that has really impacted Malik Beasley, who had a nice little run as a fringe 12-team guy. I reckon that's done. Let's see if he changes my mind, but at this point, he's not a 12-team league player. Well, for the Nuggets, Faku Kampazo putting up some very interesting assist numbers and steal numbers. We don't know whether Austin Rivers or Farton Will Barton will play in this game. Um, if they are out, of course, that does really help Farku's value. It helps the big stiffy Bones Highland as well. And then with Jermichael Green out, Zeke Naji is stepping up into a larger role that deeper leagues are going to need to pay attention to. But it is important to know that Naji and Vlako Chancha, they are all getting minutes over Bold Bold. Because, guys, I know you all want Bold to play. He is a very bad NBA player. He might be a good fantasy player on a permanent basis, but he is a very bad NBA player. And he is not getting minutes for that exact reason. The Wizards and the Kings. Speaking of bad NBA players, Spencer Dinwiddie is one of those at the moment. He's shocking. He's really bad. And if you're in a 10-team league, he's a drop. And if you're in a 12-team up, mate, you might, might just want to get rid of the frustration. I'd, is this my final straw for him? 
Maybe. Let's see how he goes. Can he do anything to pull his finger out of his ass? At this point, it's not even his fingers in his ass. It's his whole fist. That's how bad he's been. Let's see if that changes. And you want to speak of fists up asses. Bradley Beal's been th shoving that up our, our asses all season. He's been dreadful. Imagine spending a top 10 pick on a bloke only to barely get top 50 value because he just doesn't take shots and can't hit them anymore. It's been wild. Figure it out, Brad. We'd love you to. Wizards fans would love you to. They are in a massive tailspin, the Wizards. And it's because you can't do anything. I know you don't care and you don't listen, but sure. Well, for the Kings, is Terrence Davis going to play? Is Terrence Davis going to start? Is Terrence Davis worth holding? Almost definitely not. I wouldn't bother with it, but what is his role? What is Metu's role? What is Marvin Bagley's role? Who's had nice double-doubles, but they're Marvin Bagley double-doubles. 12 and 11 with zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks on poor shooting. That's what he does, and it's shocking for category league value. For points league, sure, no worries. Stream him. But his value and his role seems to vary game by game. The Grizzlies and the Trailblazers. They had a big win last game, Memphis, and the wave pool, De'Anthony Melton, had some really nice performances. Ja Morant is likely to be out. We don't know about Brandon Clark or Zaya Williams. Melton can be at least a stream option. I don't believe that with um, Brooks and Bain both there, that Melton is must roster, but let's see if he can change my mind in this game. Well, Triple J has been awesome. Really, really attacking and really aggressive on offense. Does that continue? Let's hope so. Well, for the Blazers... I think Nasir Little will start, but does Nasir Little play 30 minutes or does he play 22 minutes while they give more to Simons? And what about Larry Nance? Was it just, you know, I'm recording this before um, Tuesday's game, but is Nance a 25-minute starter or a 28-minute starter or a 30-minute starter? And how does that impact Bob Covington? They are all very interesting things to watch. The Clippers and the Jazz. Paul George and Nick Batum have been out. So Luke Kennard's been playing really well. He's worth a stream if those guys remain sidelined, as is Terrence Mann. And I also want to watch Isaiah Hartenstein, the old beer mug himself, putting up some big, big numbers behind Ivitz Zubats. But George and Batum's absence is helping him. He's already cast Serge Ibaka to the wayside. But if George and Batum play, can Hartenstein still get 20 minutes? That is really key to watch. While for the Jazz, we're not rostering Joe Ingles in 12-team leagues. He's only worth it if Mike Conley is out. And I think we need to absorb that. And Hassan Whiteside. The world. Yeah, look, his last couple of games have been really good. Do not fall for it. He is not must roster. He is good for streaming. And that is it. And on an 11 game day, you're probably not going to stream him in. But what you are going to do as football season heads towards the playoffs, you're going to find the website with all the props, the odds, the lines, the contests, and that's BetOnline. Your number one spot for all sports action this season. So head to that new updated desktop site, look schmick, or use their mobile site and sign up today. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN. You get a 50% welcome bonus from basketball to football to the NHL, boxing, or UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the fantastic offers they have for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. And once the game starts, and then once it finishes, and you've been involved in the game, you've been working out, maybe you need some protein. Why don't you do it by getting Built Bar? Why would you bother with a protein bar that tastes like something I picked out of my dirty clothes? Built Bar tastes like a candy bar because they are low in fat, low in sugar, low in carbs, low in calories, high in taste, high in deliciousness, and high in protein. What a combination. This is the absolute jewel thread. It's the do-it-all. It's the perfect man. Built Bar is what we've been dreaming of all of our lives and what Santa is absolutely run off his feet trying to get sorted for everyone's Christmas gift. Because the top of everyone's Christmas list, it's definitely new car, world peace, Built Bar. I can't argue with that. That's logic. That's science, in fact. 
So be like little Bobby and put Bilt Bar at the top of your Christmas list. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You can get them at 15% off if you head to the website, which is built.com, and use the promo code LOCKED ON. Actually, don't use the promo code LOCKED ON because that's wrong. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L O C K E D 15. Built Bar, built different. All right, back to back streaming options for Wednesday and Thursday. A couple of teams we're looking at here. Um, we start off with the Wizards. Now, this is meaning that Spencer Dinwiddie likely rests, thank God, on one of these games. So, Hull Neto, Aaron Holiday, they get bumps. Um, the Sixers have the back-to-back. I don't know if Embiid plays both games, but you're looking at Danny Green as a streamer, Matisse Thibel as a streamer, Shake Milton as a streamer. We're looking at Denny Avdia in Washington as well as an option to stream. KJ Martin on the back-to-back for Houston, and O'Shea Brissett as a back-to-back for the Indiana Pacers. Just for Wednesday, though, if you do have an active roster spot, look at Nasir Little, look at Gabe Vincent, Darius Baisley, Maxi Kleber, Malik Monk with Taylor Horton Tucker out, Isaiah Hartenstein, Isaac Okoro, Hal Neto in deeper leagues, Vincent, Neto, Robinson Earl, Campazzo, Gay, Favors, Kenrich Williams. And then lastly, when we're looking at points leagues, we have got Tyus Jones, still available in 50% of leagues. Anthony Simon, still available in over 50%. Pat Beverly, what are you blokes doing? Alperen Sengun, please add him. Nasir Little, Marvin Bagley, and Darius Baisley. That will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. Be here on YouTube, thumb it up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.